With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The Jack Benny Program, brought to you by the Home Insurance Company of New York. One of the world's leading protectors of America's homes and the homes of American industry. Christmas shopping is done, or it should be. I'll bet you spent more than you planned to, didn't you? That's always the way. There's not much you can do about it with the cost of things today. Everything costs more. That's why we so strongly urge you to let an agent of the home insurance company go over your present policies and make sure that your home and other property are fully protected. If you had to replace them at today's prices, you would want to be sure your insurance covers the whole thing. Any home agent will be glad to analyze your insurance needs and give you good, sound, reliable advice. And it won't cost you a penny for that service. Call it a Christmas gift from your home insurance agent to you. And now, the Jack Benny Program, brought to you this week and every week by your own agent of the home insurance company. Broadcasting from the Veterans Administration Hospital in Long Beach, California, Jack Benny, with Mary Livingston, Rochester, Dennis Day, Bob Crosby, and yours truly, Don Wilson. And now, ladies and gentlemen, since our program today comes to you from a hospital... I take great pleasure in bringing you a man who talks like a doctor and walks like a nurse, Ralph Jackson! Well, that's all I've got to say. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you. Hello again. This is Jack Benny talking. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Don, Don. Oh, oh, I'm sorry to break up like this, Jack, but that introduction I gave you was so funny, I just can't help laughing. 
Oh, you uh, you <laughs> thought it was funny, huh, Don? Yeah. You're not angry, are you? No, no. Oh. no. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're not, because you don't be anything for a laugh. Yeah. <laughs> Talks like a doctor and walks like a nurse. <laughs> Jack, you sure you're not angry? Don. Don, now, why should I be angry? After you said I, when you said I talked like a doctor, I was flattered. After all, if I'm a doctor, I'm an M.D. M.D. means more deduction. <laughs> Which is exactly what you're going to find on your paycheck this week. <laughs> now, laugh that one off. Now, mother. wait a minute, Jack. Every time I say something that strikes me funny, you always... Don, 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 don't get excited. I'm not going to cut your salary. I only said that to stop you from laughing. See, the way you were shaking, I was afraid Terminal Island would sink another three feet. <laughs> no kidding, fellas. You ever see a stomach as big as Don's? If that thing was filled with toys, every kid in America would be loaded. <laughs> hey, that... Don, if you're such a laughing boy, why is it when I say funny things you don't get hysterical? That was a pretty good joke, you know. Well, frankly, I fail to see the humor in any platitudes concerning my obesity. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't like being called a big fat slob. <laughs> oh, well, in that case... Oh, hello, Mary. Hello, Jack. Hi, it's Alan. Mary, I'm certainly glad you got here in time for the show. You know, you had me worried. Well, I'm sorry, Jack, but I overslept. It took me an hour and 20 minutes to drive down from Beverly Hills. Oh, you overslept, huh? Yeah. I've been up late every night this week. Well, look, Mary, if I told you once, I've told you a thousand times. If you want to remain a big star, you can't stay up all hours of the night having fun. Who's having fun? I'm wrapping Christmas packages at May Company. <laughs> Oh, yes, the Christmas rush, yeah. Uh, uh, excuse me a minute, Jack. Oh, Don. Yes, Mary? I've got a big surprise for you. Just as I entered the building, I ran into Dr. Comar and Dr. Bohr. No kidding, Mary. Dr. Comar and Dr. Bohr, huh? Uh, who's Dr. Comar? Who's Dr. Bohr? Uh, Don, they said that since the operation, they've received honorary mention from the Medical Society. Ah, gee, that's quite an honor for Dr. Comar and Dr. Bohr. Who's Dr. Comar and who's Dr. Bohr? And you know, Don... Wait a minute. <laughs> who's Dr. Comar and Dr. Bohr? Well, Jack, if you must know, they're the doctors who performed a major abdominal operation on Don. On Don? Yes. Gee, I didn't know Don had a stomach operation, Mary. What did they take out? They didn't take anything out. They put in a deep freeze. <laughs> Mary, Mary, before you came in, Don told me that he doesn't like any platitudes concerning his obesity. Uh, what does that mean? I don't know, Mary, really. I'm quoting. Oh, Longfellow the poet? No, fat fellow, the announcer. <laughs> now, look, Mary, we came down to entertain the boys here at the Veteran Administration Hospital. So let's not... Oh, excuse me, Mary. Come in. Here I am, boys. Rochester! Bring it, bring it right in, Rochester. We'll set it up here in the corner. Jack, 
like a Christmas tree. That's right, Mary. I bought it for the boys here. Well, Jack, with trees selling for a dollar and a half a foot, you certainly picked out a nice big one. Oh, I picked this one out, Miss Livingston. I returned the one that Mr. Benny bought. Uh, why? Couldn't you get it through the door? Through the door? You could have gotten that one through the keyhole. <laughs> Rochester, do me a favor. Just set the tree up and start trimming it. Okay. And, boss, if I do a good job, would you give me the rest of the week off? I sort of made arrangements to play Santa this year. Rochester, you're you're going to play Santa Claus? No, Santa neither. <laughs> I should have known. I'm sorry, Rochester, but I'm not giving you any time off to go to the racetrack. But boss, Rochester, don't but boss me. You've been working for me for twelve years, and I've made it a policy never to let you gamble. Well, Mister Benny is right, Rochester. It'd be different if you were making a decent salary. <laughs> Why, certainly. <laughs> Set up the Christmas tree and start trimming it. Okay. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride the one-horse open sleigh. Rochester. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. If my voice was higher, you would fire Dennis Day. I would not. Now, Rochester, just just hang the ornaments on the tree and be very careful with them because... Hello, we... Mary. Hello, Jack. Hiya, fellas. Bob Crosby. <laughs> Say, Bob, this is the first time you've been down to the Veterans Hospital in Long Beach. How do you like it? Oh, it's just wonderful, Jack. You know, this whole place is run just like a great, big, luxurious hotel. <laughs> A hotel? You know, Jack, I ran into a friend of mine who's a patient here, and you should have heard him rave about the service. No kidding. Why, he said all you have to do is just yell, and four beautiful nurses rush in and wait on you. <laughs> no. Yes. And he said it doesn't matter when you feel like eating. All you got to do is just press a little buzzer, and the chef comes out, sits on the edge of your bed, and says, which would you prefer, boys, filet mignon or crepe Suzette? <laughs> that is service. I don't blame your friend for raving. Oh, that isn't all. If you feel like a little liqueur or champagne after dinner, why, my friend said all you have to do is just call the wine steward and, uh... Bob. Bob, why'd you stop talking? Well, that's where my friend stopped. He came out of the ether. He was exaggerating a little bit. Say, so do you mind if I ask you something? Not at all, Bob. What is it? Well, what would you do if you found out that someone was stealing your jokes and trying to imitate you? Well, I'd be awfully upset about it. Why do you ask? Well, I'm in the same predicament. <laughs> yeah, there's another singer around. He makes records and everything. Goes out of his way to sound an awful lot like me. <laughs> hmm, I think... I think I know who you mean. Bob Hope introduced me to him. <laughs> While they were making that picture, The Road to Redondo. <laughs> but uh, look, at if you're so concerned about this fellow stealing your style, why don't you talk to him? Well, I did, and he hit me over the head with Gary. <laughs> well, good, good. 
Well, wait a minute, Bob. If you feel like your brother Bing's reputation is hurting you professionally, why don't you change your name? Say, that's a good idea. Why didn't I think of that before? That's what I'll do. I'll change my name. What do you want to change it to? Sam Crosby. <laughs> fool everybody. Now, look, Mary. Oh, boss! What is it, Rochester? I'm almost finished trimming the tree. How's it look? Mm, those ornaments I brought down certainly look nice, but, Rochester, the tree doesn't look colorful with just the red ornaments. Put some green ones on now. There ain't any green ones. Rochester, I picked out two dozen green ones. How come they're all red? They ripened on the way down. I told you not to use them. <laughs> I can't understand how those tomatoes could ripen so fast. <laughs> From Beverly Hills to Long Beach is only 40 miles as the crow flies. That's a crow. You got a Maxwell. <laughs> oh, stop. Rochester's right, Jack. Why don't you get rid of that old car and buy a new one? I'll tell you why, Mary. That car has been like an old friend to me. It's been with me through rain and shine, through thick and thin. Through good times and bad. Through McKinley and Coolidge. <laughs> very funny, Mary. Very funny. I think I think that was the cleverest line in the show. Don't you think so, Bob? Bob? Sam. Yes, sir. <laughs> Everybody has to be a comedian. Well, Jack, you've got to admit that Mary got off some beautiful ad libs today. I know. She must be trying to impress the girls at the May Company. May Company? What does he mean, Mary? Well, Bob, I can't live on what Jack is paying me, so I'm working nights wrapping Christmas gifts. Oh, no. Now, wait a minute. I don't believe that Jack could be that cheap. Well, brother, you're in for a shock. A shock? Yeah, last night I wrapped the Christmas gift he's sending you. No kidding, Mary. What did he get me? Well, I'm not allowed to tell, Bob. When, when you unwrap the Christmas package, save the paper. It's the most expensive part. You nearly lost that joke up there. <laughs> I thought she'd never get to the end of that one. I don't mind being stingy, but get to it. <laughs> now, Bob, believe me, I'm sending you a bell. Excuse me. Come in. Mr. Benny? Yes. Mr. Benny, I represent the patients here at the Long Beach Veterans Hospital. I see. We understand that when you did a show at an air base, the boys gave you a propeller with their names on it. Yes, yes, they did. And when you did a program at a naval base, they gave you a life preserver bearing the signatures of the entire personnel. That's right. So we, too, would like to present you with a token of our appreciation. You would? Yes. On behalf of the patients here at the Veterans Hospital in Long Beach, I'd like to present you with this autographed bed sheet. <laughs> Well, isn't that wonderful? Gee, look at all the names of the boys here. Wait a minute, what's this name here? It looks like Robert Smith. But the Robert is scratched out, and it says Louise. Uh, yes, the doctors here are as good as the ones in Denmark. <laughs> Well, what do you know? Well, thank you very much for the gift. You're welcome. <coughs> what a thing to present me with a bed sheet. Oh, boss! Yes, Rochester? I can't reach the top of the tree to put the star on it. Well, of course you can't reach it. Use the ladder. Well, boss, that ladder's awful wobbly. Oh, stop being a baby. Give me that star. 
I'll climb the ladder and put it up myself. There we are. Now all I have to do is lean over. Jack, and... Jack the ladder's starting shake. Look out! What do you mean the tree looks beautiful? I still got the star in my hand. I know, but your two days blew off and cut on the top branch. <laughs> my toupee? Yeah, lots of trees have snow, but this one's got dandruff. <laughs> hmm. Jack, Jack, when you fell off the ladder, did you hurt yourself? No, darn it. What do you mean, darn it? Well, the year's almost up, and I haven't had a chance to use my Blue Cross policy yet. <laughs> Roger, to set the ladder up again, I'm going to put that star up. I'll get it, Jack. Hello? Hello. This is the Snooker Radio Survey calling. It's the radio survey calling. I'm going to have some fun with it. What did you say, ma'am? This is the Snooker Radio Survey. What program are you listening to? The Jack Benny Show. I see. And that's sponsored by... The Home Insurance Company. You know, that's the company that has those friendly agents, the ones that are always around when you really need them. Oh, it's a wonderful company. And I must say, I enjoy that radio show of theirs. It's so entertaining. Yes, I get a kick out of it, too. Especially that announcer of theirs, that Don Wilson. Well, I don't know about him. He's always seemed like sort of a square to me. Square? Yeah, I never had that opinion about Don Wilson. Dave and Aaron Continental, perhaps, but not a square. Well, I suppose they could have done worse. But I carry home insurance myself, and I think you could emphasize a lot more good points about them. But ladies... Like how helpful they are. Well, I don't know of any company that has agents who are more considerate of your needs. And a few times I've had a loss, they couldn't have been more prompt or generous in setting my claims. Now, that Don Wilson of yours should mention things like that. Well, I see your point. Now, is there anything else I can help you with? Yes, on your way home, pick up some hamburger for dinner. What? Donald, this is Lois. Oh, for heaven's sake, Jack, it's my wife. <laughs> Lois, why did you call up and say you were working for a radio survey? But, darling, I am. We can't live on that lousy salary Jack pays you. Well, honey, as long as you're working, I'll bring home steaks instead of hamburgers. <laughs> what a woman. Hello, Mr. Benny. Hello, everybody. Dennis, what made you so late? Oh, I wasn't late. What? I was here all the time, but my mother told me to hide. <laughs> Why would your mother tell you to do a thing like that? She said, I like to see the old man worry. <laughs> Dennis, what has your mother got against me anyway? Look what I did for you. I made it possible for you to be on radio. Got your jobs in pictures, television. I don't know why your mother is so mad. Why, last summer when I took you to London, I even bought your, your first-class uh, passage. I'm worse than Mary here. But... <laughs> why, last summer... I'm going to take that line over again. <laughs> last summer when I took you to London, I even bought you first-class passage. That's why she's mad at you. Why, because your ticket was first-class? No, because it was round-trip. Dennis, I don't care if your mother likes me or not. 
And, kid, if she was listening to the program, I hope she squirmed a little because I had Bob Crosby sing a song. Who? Bob Crosby. Who? Dennis, don't you remember me? Oh, Sam! <laughs> wonder Dennis says silly things. You get him excited. You don't yeah. know how to handle him. I guess you're right, Mary. Of course I'm right. Now, now look, Dennis. This is the first time you've been here at the Veterans Hospital. So why don't well, you... I was here before. Oh, you were? Uh-huh. During the war, when I was entering the service, I had to fill out a questionnaire, and after I got through answering all the questions, they sent me down here for an examination, and three doctors examined me to see if I was fit for the service. Three doctors? See, that must have been quite an examination. Did you have to remove all your clothes? No, oh, they just told me to take off my hat. Well, that I can believe. Well, you know, Mr. Benny, I rode down here with Don Wilson, and he told me a very funny joke. Would you like to hear it? Well, yes, Dennis, go ahead. Well, Don said that I... Just a second, just a second, Dennis. Are you sure you can tell this joke before this mixed audience? You know, Louise is here. (laughs) Is the joke all right? Oh, sure, it's a wonderful joke. Well, what is it? Well, Don told me that you ought to be a big success at this hospital because you talk like a doctor and walk like a nurse. (laughs) Dennis, I'm glad you repeated that joke because if I'm a doctor, that makes me an M.D. M.D. stands for Morton Downey, who may be singing on the program next week. (laughs) Oy vey. So watch it. Oh, boss! Oh, yes, right. <laughs> oh, is that you, Oy Vey? <laughs> oh, boss! Oh! <laughs> yes. Yes, Rochester. I got the lights on the tree. Should I turn them on? Not yet. Hey, kids, Rochester, ready to light up the tree. Let's all gather around. Oh, yeah, let's see him, Now, okay, Rochester, plug in the light. Yes, sir. The wires must be crossed. Well, something must be crossed. The tomatoes lit up. <laughs> Rochester, try it again. Yes, sir. Oh, here's the trouble, boss. There's a bare wire right by the socket. Well, don't stand there. Fix it. Who, me? Yes, you. Boss, I ain't fooling around with electricity. Oh, Rochester, imagine being afraid of electricity. Supposing Robert Fulton was afraid. He never would have invented the electric light. Would he? Jack, uh, you're thinking of Thomas Edison. Edison? Well, then what did Robert Fulton do? He wrote, I saw Mommy kissing Santa Claus. (laughs) Oh, yes. Now, Rochester, please fix these lights. Okay, okay. Now, let me see now. In electricity, there's the electrons and the electrodes. <laughs> then there's the positive and the negative. But I ain't positive which one is negative. <laughs> then uh, there's the atoms. Now, the atoms are supposed to go from the positive to the negative. Or maybe they go from the electrons to the electrodes. Then again, maybe they go from Long Beach to Wilmington. 
Roger. Now, as long as these atoms keep passing each other, everything is all right. But when they meet halfway and start fighting, they're going to turn on anybody who tries to butt in. Rochester, I'm not interested in the scientific details. I just want you to fix those lights. And you've got nothing to be afraid of because while you're fixing it, no one is going to plug it in and no one is going to turn on the switch. Oh, I know, boss. While I'm, while I'm holding the bare wire, you ain't going to turn on the switch. And Miss Wilson ain't going to turn on the switch. Of course not. But way up there at Boulder Dam, there's a little man sitting in the room all alone. <laughs> With thousands of wires around him. So what? Uh, how do I know he ain't going to do something just to break the monotony? <laughs> Rocker, so you can stop with the joke. Jack, Jack. What? Look, the lights went on. Oh, yes. Who fixed the wire? <laughs> I did, Jack. Well, isn't that beautiful? Look how pretty the lights are. Oh, Dennis. Yes, Mr. Benny? Now that the tree is lit up and the boys here in the hospital are waiting to hear you sing, would you like to do some Christmas carols? I sure would, Mr. Benny. All right, go ahead.
We'll be back in just a moment. But first, this is the time of year when kids start behaving themselves and thinking of Santa Claus. Grown-ups are thinking about old St. Nick, too, but their thoughts are liable to be running toward gift lists and decorations. It's a happy season. Make sure it stays that way for your family. Plan now to make it a safe Christmas. Be especially careful of your Christmas lights for the tree in the house. And it's a good idea to get them out early and inspect them for worn wiring, defective sockets, and plugs. And when it comes to the gay holiday decorations you'll be putting up, make it a special point to buy only fireproof materials. On anything electrical you may buy or use, look for the initials UL. That means approved by the underwriter's laboratory. It's your assurance of safety. Resolve now to have the safest and happiest Christmas ever. Ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of my sponsor and my entire staff, I want to wish you all a very Merry Christmas. Milt Josephsburg, George Balser, John Packerberry, Al Gordon, Al Goldman, and produced and transcribed by Hilliard Marks. A white Christmas is a wonderful thing for the kids, especially those with new sleds and skis. But it's not so good for drivers. If you have to be on the road during the holiday season, won't you drive with special care? On snow or ice, test your stopping power as soon as you start out. Make sure your windshield is clear and your wipers and defrosters in good order. And again, from all of us on The Benny Show and from the Home Insurance Company, have a bright and a merry Christmas. Good night. This is Don Wilson inviting you to listen again next week for another one of your favorite Jack Benny programs brought to you by the Home Insurance Company of New York, one of the world's leading protectors of America's homes and the homes of American industry. favorite shows on the CBS Radio Network. Be the first to know with WGBS Radio. The Jeep Black Friday sales event is here with incredible deals on a wide selection of Jeep 4x4 vehicles. Right now, get 15% below MSRP for an average of 11514 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee 4xE Overland or Summit. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 11514 average based on 15% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee 4xE Overland and Summit models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 1130. Jeep is a registered trademark.